Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From the nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. Today we're reading dreams about boardwalks, photo booths, and being in the friend zone. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) We're also reading dreams about 70s swinger parties, lots of celebrities, and a wave pool. Mmm, fun. We're also talking about how much sleep do you really need and Guinness Book of World Record holders. All right, bestie, let's get started. Woo! I know, I'm trying to think of something else to start a show with besides drinking because we do that a lot. <laughs> oh, well, well, yeah, when don't we? What um, a gorgeous day. Is, is it beautiful that, there? Is that sarcasm? Because it's shitty here. Is it? Yeah. No, it's beautiful here. It is like oh, no. sunny and light breeze and it's like... 80 degrees out it's we're like three hours away from each other two and a half i know and there's that much change what's it like there it's just super cloudy oh boo i know it's all right i'm not doing anything outside i don't know i haven't been outside are you crazy (laughs) no i did i did go out for lunch or brunch but it was like literally from the car to the restaurant restaurant to the car so Mm. what's the questions what do you have for brunch oh i had um a quiche Oh, a quiche. A, seasonal, you fancy pants. a seasonal quiche. <laughs> it was really good. Good. <laughs> Yum. Well, we're, we we made it through our Dirty 30 episode. Barely. <laughs> it was That was so a much lot fun. of fun. We it had some good so feedback. I think oh, everyone really? enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So then we can have our next dirty one at Filthy 50. 50 filthy 50. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> sexy 60. I mean, we can keep Ooh, this going for a while. keep going. <laughs> Raunchy. No, I can't think of one that. Ooh, well, There's no no number that starts with R. No, unfortunately. Okay, well, we'll we'll work on that. <laughs> this is a sad state of affairs. <laughs> right. Um, I hear you have a dream to share today. I do, and it's kind of a it's kind of a leftover from last week. I thought it'd oh. be a nice little transitional piece for Perfect. us. Perfect. Submitted just a little past I could record it, but I wanted to share it anyway. This is Gabby from Austin. Thanks, Gabby. So here's we're keeping our sexy on a little bit for this one. All right. I have a reoccurring dream where I'm on a boardwalk and I'm with a guy, guy friend, and we go into a photo booth. All of a sudden, he went from the friend zone to getting pretty hot and heavy in the photo booth. (laughs) That's the that's the place you're going to make your move. I guess. I mean, I guess I mean, it's so close quartered. You kind of have to like. Cozy yeah, that's up true. To the okay. person. Okay. okay. So I don't know. I don't know. Just make it out. Shoot his shot. <laughs> <laughs> we ripped each other's clothes Ooh. off. And then my view of the dream was no longer from inside the photo booth. I'm now like on the outside of the booth mm. across the boardwalk looking at the photo booth, which we all understand views change. Yeah, that's interesting though. <laughs> but she still knew it was her. Inside the photo, book, okay. even though she was like watching, that's what yeah, she said. That is yeah. interesting how dreams, we've had a few people write in that, how they can see themselves like as a third party to the themselves. Yeah. And that's usually how I dream too. Yeah, I'm watching so it happen. But yeah, I know you're like completely different. <laughs> yeah. I'm more first person, but it is, it, it's cool. <laughs> I remember feeling like I was watching a movie because when the lights flashed, every time a pic was taken, I'd see like an arm or a leg <laughs> or an article of clothing fall out of that little <laughs> curtain. Or, an article, <laughs> there's panties. It's just like a comical Some, movie. A bra. <laughs> I could just like someone's this. face this comes out. Someone's face comes out for a second and get pulled back. In. Get get a, a breath of fresh air. Go back so, in and make so, out some more. <gasps> okay, so Sexy. now I'm back inside the booth. So now she's back. Okay. In the, and I'm ready, very ready, like going okay. to lose my mind ready. And this Ooh. is cute. She says to F him, but she spelled out F-E-F. Oh. Yeah, F Way I'm to like, keep it PG. Yes, yeah, this good. is a PG version. Thank you so much, Gabby. So she's ready to F him. <laughs> and then I woke up. Ooh. Every time I have this dream, we never make it to the finish line, oh, so to speak. And finish Very line. frustrating. <laughs> so that's it, Gabby. Does, now, I'm curious now, did, did Gabby put anything else? Is this a person that she knows in real life, friends? So many questions I know. about that. And so I, many I, questions. I'm, I'm hoping she responds back to some of our questions. We need some more details, Gabby, please. I know, because that... I think it could change the whole point of the dream, Mm -hmm. the whole meaning of the dream, whether this person is real or just in the dream. But 
I don't know. I think it's, um, I don't know. Me personally, I feel like it's about someone and that's like the issue. The dream is Mm -hmm. because like you're on the boardwalk. It's like fun. You're with your friends. I like totally get that. It's just a good time. You're young, you're playing games. And then there's a lot of people going on, but this dream like focus through all of that and just the two of them. So I feel like she's kind of really exploring this issue of these this person this in her person. life because of all that stuff going on. It was just the two of them. I wish I lived closer to a boardwalk, don't you? Oh, I know. Oh. You guys are so I mean, I don't want to live coast. in New Jersey because I guess I shouldn't say I don't want to live in New Jersey, but those boardwalks are crazy. They are crazy. Like, I guess you that's why you only go to them in the summer. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what boardwalks I've ever been to. I, I've been to like Santa Monica Pier once. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. was lovely. I, I don't know that. I've ever been to another one. Like I I've guess it's a pier. The, it's not a boardwalk, but but still, it counts. <laughs> I've been to the Atlantic City boardwalk, okay, major one, which is New Jersey, which is lovely. Yeah. But again, it's not like an everyday, everyday type of thing. It's kind. Right. It's very touristy. I'm sure it drives sure. the locals bananas. Mm-hmm. But the photo booth, I think. You know, oh. we have a lot of fun in photo booth. Not For some reason we love this photo kind booths. of fun. No, though. no, we, we have. <laughs> We do have fun, Brooke, but not that not kind of that fun. Kind You're of right. Fun. Yeah. But as long as we've known each other. Yeah. When we were in high school, we used to go to our local mall and they had a photo booth. And what was it, like a dollar? A dollar. Which is probably expensive for us back then, but it was worth the memories. But we would get like 10 pictures every yes. time we went. So it was it got pretty expensive. Yeah. And is, if there's ever a photo booth, wherever Brooke and I are, we are... <laughs> We are in without question. We, yeah, look at, like we don't even have to in. look at each other. We just we just go. <laughs> we just somehow find each other in the photo booth. And then someday when we get to our live shows, it's going to have a photo booth. It has to. Oh, has yeah. To. <laughs> and our photo booth didn't have like the little strips of pictures. It was, it was like, like a the, printed digital. Like a print, like a printout on like an eight by 10 sheet of paper. Yes. And you could pick like, do you want it to look like a sketch? Or a calendar. Or, you, or a charcoal drawing or just a regular picture. There was like, like really s- old filters back yeah, then. Yeah. Like old 90s photo booth filters. <laughs> now you can just do it on Snapchat, but. Right. But no. Back then we it was didn't cool. have that many options. No, no. no. And it was black and white. <laughs> yeah, black and white. Now, Mark exactly. and I, won't, when we are shooting weddings, and sometimes our couples will have photo booths at the reception, yeah. we never hesitate. We also go in those as well because we're like, why not? So we have tons of photo booth photos of us. And, well, they, and that's our fun because fun. you're always at like a fun time. You're in a good mood. You know, you usually look pretty good. You yeah. You're dressed yeah. up or something. So might as well capture that. Go for it. Give us uh, your best photo booth stories. Please send them in. Yes. Or yes, tag yes. us in pictures. That's fun, too. Yeah, we want to see it, too. Yeah, absolutely. But the photo booth itself, I don't know. Again, I think if this dream is kind of like a real exam or an examination of like a real life situation, I think of the photo booth as kind of like taking pictures, like a chance to kind of step back like and look at that moment in time like maybe not make your decision right away but it's kind of like bringing receipts to the table you know like proof <laughs> that something's happening something like sure so it's like you kind of keep these for later so you can make your decisions and look back on mm-hmm. the situation i'm not talking about it yeah i like- mean i think if you're and even the fact that she was across the street taking it all in is another uh example of that like just taking yeah. the whole scene i think that's so fascinating and I kind of talked about that later, like that point of view change, because it's like she's in the actual, like in the moment at first, you know, mm-hmm. and this going from like friends to sex, maybe this point of view change, like, like you said, reinforce this idea, almost like she has to step back and look at the situation. And then in the end, she decides to go for it. And she's <laughs> back in the first person view inside the photo booth. So I, I agree but with you. But it never that gets one. there at the end. No. And what's that about? And like, maybe it's about like you don't know the future, right? So if if yeah. there is a real life friend that she's considering starting a romantic relationship with, then maybe it's like she doesn't know what the future is. How is it going to turn out? We don't know. It might be good. It seems leading true. up to it. It's very good. Yeah. But I mean, we don't know the future. And I think that is a very scary thing, like, for everyone to go from friends into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I think the best relationships do start as friends. But mm-hmm. a lot of times when you do cross over into the sexual relationship, it can ruin the friendship. It's yeah. just such a risk you have to take. And sometimes and I, the sexual tension is just there from the beginning. You it know? is. I mean, you, one and, person may be in a relationship. You know, yeah. some, the other person may be here. It's not the right timing. But there's always yeah. that sexual tension, which is, I think. You, ha- you can't yeah. deny that because chemistry like that you have to pay attention to mm-hmm. 
But and also like you're with a friend, like I think it's a great thing, but it's also really scary because people do lose each other over making that decision, like it ruins yeah. friendship. So I think it's very scary. But maybe, maybe that's what this dream is telling her, like never really getting to the finish line, as she says. It's like mm-hmm. maybe he's better in the friend zone. Could I don't be. know. But I think yeah. it's a fun way to examine the situation, Gabby. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Let us know the details. Please write in. Let us know if you know this guy or if it's a complete rando. I would love to know. <laughs> I mean, rando photo booth sex sounds fun, too. Um, I think photo booth sex <laughs> in general sounds fun. There's not a whole lot of room logistically, to move. But... <laughs> logistically, it might logistically. not be great, but the idea of it sounds pretty kinky. You got that, that or you got your... You got your old time, you know, those um, the, the carnivals or fairs or even boardwalks. They have those old timey photos. Oh, they dress you, you up in the period you, clothes. You, go you could do that me. sexy. <laughs> like just hike up your bloomers <laughs> or hike down your or bloomers. hike down your bloomers. <laughs> right. That corset pops right open. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's still holding the bottle of Jack. Someone else has got like a so fan. A, ri- a rifle. <laughs> yes, of course. So if you have any of those, please send them our way. We'd love to see them. Yes, please, please. Thank you, Gabby. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. If you want to be like our friend Gabby here and share a dream or a dream story with us, you can do that by emailing us at remolations at gmail.com. We'll take your dreams, your catnaps, or any fun listener stories. We'd love to share them on an upcoming show. Mindy! (laughs) Voice cracks me up if I can say that. I'm sorry. Do you have a dream? I feel like like I'm getting cursed out, like yelled at by my mom. (laughs) Mindy! Mindy! Where's your dream? Mindy Lee. Mindy Lee, get your dream up here right now. <laughs> okay, I'm here. I'm here. I never got in trouble. I was a good kid. You know that. We were both okay. good kids until later. Well, you stayed a good we kid. We try. We try. <laughs> yeah, so I have a dream. Okay. This dream comes from Brienne from Dallas, Texas. She, her. So this okay. is a this is a celebrity-packed dream, so I hope you're ready. Oh my God! Okay, okay, and I'm not. I'm going to share the title till the end because it kind of gives a little bit away. <gasps> okay, okay. This kind of se- starts off a little bit sexy. Oh, okay. We really liked our Dirty Thirty episode. <laughs> I guess people are still on it. All right. So it starts. So I had this. Okay, perfect start. Let's try that again. Perfect start. <laughs> Rewind. Okay. So I had this lucid dream where I found myself in a very crowded house party. The house looked like it was a 70s swingers pad. Nice. I had half expected to see a bowl of keys. What about an upside down pineapple? <laughs> On the porch, of course. Wait, what's with the bowl of keys? Is that like swingers it, just put their keys in the bowl? I, yeah, you know? Oh, you, oh yes. Please oh, educate maybe. me. Please. Okay, so it's not, it's like the guys put, or whoever drives, put their the keys in the bowl, okay. and then let's say it's a male-female swingers party. Okay. The female will come up and just pick a set of keys, and that's no. who she goes home with. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, learning new things every day. Okay. Sexy times. All right. She goes on to say, everything was orange, green, and mustard yellow. Ooh, that's Total, very 70s. 70s. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. There was a conversation pit with floor pillows. So there was some jangly funk music I couldn't quite make out. It was a strange mix of people. Some were elder, <laughs> some were elderly. There were some kids running around, and there were some oh. folks who were gathered in groups playing instruments. Oh, what an so, interesting! It's very eclectic. Start to this dream. Okay. I can picture it very. I hope this wasn't a swingers party. At I know we're out with the grandma and grandpa there and some kids. Well, grandma Ooh. and grandpa probably have that shit figured out. Oh yeah, I mean, if, especially if they're around in the seventies, they probably know they better know. than we do how to live life. So more power to them. Arriving at this weird house party, knowing I was in a dream, I was like, "Fucking sweet, I'm in a dream. I'm gonna try to fly." <laughs> <laughs> so I love the fact she recognizes she's in dream. I, and she's gonna try a lucid dream here. I, I think that's amazing. I attempted to fly, only to belly flop onto oh. the shag rug. Oh. I heard someone laughing. It was probably me. <laughs> it was probably Brooke. of course Brooke would laugh at that. But, but guess who else was also laughing? Who? I looked up to see Bob Dylan sitting in an armchair oh. with his guitar, laughing at me. He had seen the whole thing. That dick. And he was laughing. I got angry at Bob. I said, why are you laughing at me? This is a lucid dream. I'm supposed to be able to fly. <laughs> you tell him. 
Bob, like he's, she's like, I'm not taking shit from Bob. I don't care no. who you are, Mr. Dylan. <laughs> I love how she calls him Bob. I know, me too. Because normally if you say his name, you're going to say Bob Dylan, not just Bob. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Bob continued laughing and said, and you can't fly, so it must be a lucid dream then, huh? Oh! So he's got the snark back. Sassy. He's got a sass mouth. Bob's smug attitude pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I asked... Okay, Bob, if this, <laughs> she wrote that in capital letters. Okay, Bob, if this isn't a lucid dream, then what is it? I know this isn't real life. He matter-of-factly told me, you're dead. Oh, yeah. I said, that makes no sense. You're not dead, Bob. Why would I be here? Um, okay, well, that part doesn't track too well. It doesn't. Okay. Yeah, I, get her, I get her confusion. He told me as though it should be obvious. Time is relative. Maybe I'm dead by the time you got here. Maybe you've been dead for a while. Wow, very existential. Very deep, Bob. (laughs) I was understandably frustrated. I knew this was a dream. Unless, no, no, it had to be a dream. And I couldn't let Bob convince me I was dead. I snapped at Bob. Oh, is this place supposed to be heaven? (laughs) She, they... She is not getting along with Bob. She's got some snark, some <laughs> hidden anger issues towards like just I a like peaceful hippie, you know? <laughs> That's when. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. What now? Oh, God, you're going to love this one. That's when, from behind the mini bar, Joan Rivers laughed and said, <laughs> Heaven, if I'm here, they'll let anyone in. <laughs> that is <laughs> so Joan Rivers. And then she cackled at us as she disappeared beneath the mini bar. She just popped up. <laughs> All right. So Joan Rivers just make a ca- makes a cameo in this I just love weird her lucid so dream. Much. Oh, my gosh. I who doesn't? Love her, yeah. I'm sure she'd comment on what you're wearing as well. She wouldn't be pleased. She's like, this is way too much orange and green and mustard yellow. Please, let's, let's move on. Let's move on past the 70s. Yeah, she's not happy with the situation. No. I guarantee it. Well, so next, Rianne says, I looked back over at Bob, who said to me, why do you assume you're in heaven or hell? Then, as though someone pulled a, the camera back to expand the frame, again, it. just like earlier, I could see Matthew McConaughey holding a guitar oh. in the chair next to Bob. <laughs> I was even more confused. I looked at Matthew. You're not dead either. Wow. Okay. Well, I don't know. I guess since Matthew McConaughey's alive. We're going to have to. We're going to have to go with that as our hashtag. What does Matthew McConaughey dream? Please let us know, Matthew, please, please. bud, Maddie, Matt. Maddie? <laughs> Maddie McConaughey. Matthew, That's what I'm good, calling him. Good old Maddie McConaughey. Remember him from kindergarten? Maddie McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the guy who served you at the English pub you went to yesterday. Hey, Maddie McConaughey. What would you like? Some fish and chips, eh? Okay. Fish and chips. All right. So then it continues. Oh, my so God. Still going. Okay. What's he okay. doing? Is he just hanging out by himself? So Matthew and Bob. Uh, okay. So, so she said, Matthew, you're not dead either. Matthew looked at me calmly and said, no, I just came here to jam with Bob. He and Bob <laughs> both ignored me and began playing their guitars together. Well, that would be quite a sight to see, I must say. Now, I believe Matthew McConaughey does play guitar. I think he's like a musical type guy. Is he? Um, he probably is. He seems like the type of guy that's World probably here. like in some band or something. Okay, so then she goes on. Then I felt someone grab my hand. It was a little kid in swim trunks and water wings. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a mishmash of people at this it party. Is. They admittedly said, come outside and see the wave pool. Okay. Almost convinced I was dead, I was sad to see that there was a little kid there. And I told him, oh, no, you're dead, too? The kid just looked at me and rolled their eyes. With an exasperated tone, they said, uh, no, they just let me come here to use the wave pool. Come on. So funny. (laughs) Just so, like, no. Nope, back to reality. Just like you should be listening to Bob Dylan's cryptic messages. How do you know you're in heaven or hell? And this kid's like, no, I'm just here to use the wave pool. I just got my some chunks of my floaties. (laughs) They just let me come over on Sundays and use the wave pool. Um, So the kid pulled me out of the house through some sliding glass doors. And then the entire backyard of the house was a wave pool. And then she she gives us the Schlitterbahn Water Park in New Bronzeville, Texas. So very what specific. Was that? Can you say that? Again? The wave pool from Schlitterbahn 
Water Park in New Brunsville, Texas. That's a lot to say. That's it's a long name many. for Water Park. That's really? not good marketing, really. I just call it the sh- the Schlitter Water Park. Schlitter Duber Water Park. I hear much. it's got a nice wave pool. <laughs> for swingers. <laughs> Is it a nude wave pool? <laughs> Then I'm in. Who wants tan lines, please? No, thanks. Okay. So then the kid said, come on, get in the pool. I was hesitant. I said, I don't have my swimsuit, and I might be dead. <laughs> the kid rolled their eyes again and said, you never have your swimsuit. And then they oh. dove into the wave pool and disappeared entirely. And that's when I woke up. <gasps> mm, that's creepy. Maybe she is dead. Maybe. We don't know. And here she puts a little bit at the end of oh, the dream. Okay. I had this dream about four years ago, and I still cannot hear anything about Bob Dylan without being filled with existential dread. Oh, my God. He is some sort of dream-walking trickster demon going from dream to dream, sowing chaos. Probably not, but I'm still going to skip any Bob Dylan songs when they come up on my playlist shuffle. Yikes. And that dream was from Brianne in Dallas, so... Thanks, Brian. Wow, taking a strong, strong stance to get B. Dylan there. <laughs> and I'm going. To, I'm going to give her a little shout out because she does have a podcast, <gasps> and it's yeah. called Today's Lucky Winner. And she says it's a chaotic, queer, supernatural comedy audio drama. So if you're um, into supernatural audio dramas, <laughs> check out Today's Lucky Winner. Sign me up. For yeah, sounds that. great. That Definitely. seems like everything I would want and more. Yes, I thought it was going to be the I hate Bob Dylan podcast. <laughs> right? She's like over. He's, she's like I don't she's care. Over what him. You're... She is not pleased. And going back, the title. Oh, yeah, is yeah, Bob yeah. Dylan, Dream Walking Trickster Demon is what she. Oh my god! Yeah, if you, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see what my reaction would have been if I had heard the title before the dream. As opposed to after, but I'm glad you saved. <laughs> okay, good. That, <laughs> but either was way, fantastic. it's a great, great dream, great and title so well dream. written. So thank you. Yes. Ah, uh, wow. And okay. I do have a feeling Matthew McConaughey might respond more than like Bob Dylan. I would. think I think Matthew McConaughey might be an alien anyway. So <laughs> I think he's he's like one of those things. You know, you see those movies like um, you one know, Men things. in Black. You know, they come down. And they really just take human form. And I believe Matthew McConaughey may be one of those. So. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. Could be. Wasn't Johnny Knoxville one of those in one of those movies? <laughs> I believe that too. <laughs> I love it. So starting with the whole vibe of the dream, it's, you know, she mentions it as almost like a 70s swinger party, conversation couches. And of course, I'm going to get into like the colors. I was going to say the colors spoke volumes in this dream. I think. It does. Because if you think of the three colors she mentioned, orange, green, and mustard yellow, total 70s mm. vibe. But all those colors really play well together if you think about what they mean. So like orange, for example, could be positivity, happiness, and optimism. Yellow also lends itself to happiness, but also energy and intellect. And then green, right in between, is kind of like new beginnings, life, and hope. So I think oh. those three colors together is a very positive symbol. I agree. Even though it would look terrible in a kitchen. God. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Let's let that trend die in the past, please. Don't you remember from that thing you do where he was describing the colors? He's like, white, cream, avocado. And I just think <laughs> of that ugly yes. green that's that oh. avocado yes, shade. I, of, that's what I'm thinking oh. it is, too. Yeah. Like, I think my... my <laughs> Grandma or someone had chairs covered in like this avocado green that was just no, no. it doesn't mm. not good. I like green not that much. Yeah, <laughs> but again, the fact that it's like a swingers pad or it's got that like kind of swingers vibe seventies. I mean, I just think chill, like it's peaceful. Oh, yeah. I mean, total hippies, peaceful, peaceful, chill vibe. Starting. She even mentioned kind of like a sunken living room, mm-hmm. you know, like with. With pillows and stuff, and I'm like, that's badass. I always thought those look cool. Those like mid-century houses that had kind of a sunken living room, just like chill area, but yeah, fits the whole theme of what she's the image she's building. Oh, completely. Have you ever been to the House on the Rock? Oh my god, I love it so much. Okay, so House on the Rock. It for our bestie out there that doesn't isn't from the Midwest area. House on the Rock is, I would say, the trippiest museum you may go in. It's oh. a museum. Um, it's a house. Yes. The built first on a rock. Part, the, 
was a house on a rock. That's that's the name of it. Hence that's the literally what it name. is. <laughs> so the house is not even the trippiest part because right. okay, so the house itself is built by a student of Frank Lloyd Wright. Yes, and it's just bizarre architecture. But but the amazing reason I was thinking of it is because yeah. it has one of those sunken living rooms. It does. In it. it has a total yes. creepy, weird vibe. All carpeted, like wall Shag. to wall carpet. Like a little oh. conversation fireplace, you know. Just room after room like that. It's a yeah. really fascinating place to visit. And then afterwards, there's just this museum that has just no rhyme or stuff. reason to it. It'd just like, like someone want to like collect weird things and put it yeah, in a like museum. Yeah, like here's dollhouses. Now here's tiaras. Now here's a giant merry-go-round with yeah. a gorilla. Like, I mean, it's just like, it's bizarre. But like you said. You want to check it out. Uh, very you, I'm sure they have a website. It's technically in Fountain City, Wisconsin. So oh. Mm. You want to check it out? We took the kids there. We went back to – we kind of took like a mini vacation a couple years ago around, and we did a float down like the Wisconsin River, like a tube yeah. float, which was fun. But we also went to the House on the Rock. It was probably a really bad decision for me considering Mark is a little bit claustrophobic. I didn't oh. really didn't think of it in, at the time. Like, oh, this is cool. You know, it's always been around, you know, growing up. Yeah. But if you're claustrophobic, might not be the place for you. And then there's like three different parts of the museum. So <laughs> here's a funny story. So you get you have to buy tickets to each part. So part one, part two, part three. So it's expensive. It's not cheap, especially yeah. for that many kids. Right. <laughs> I was gonna so say. So Mark and our young youngest son get through are behind us, and I have uh, our oldest son and all the girls with me. <laughs> you got the heavier load there, <laughs> right? Well, I don't know. I think Mark had to carry because he was younger, had to carry a son oh, halfway through it. Yeah, uh, that so sucks. that's not easy. Yeah. So we get through part one, part two, and we don't. Ver- we we're ahead of them. We never see them pass us. So we're waiting at the end of two <laughs> to be like, okay, let's wait for them here, and then we can all continue on together because we just got separated with the kids stopping to look at things. Right. Oh, but the funny thing is, I had all the tickets with me, so I'm like, there's no way they can get to part three because I have all the tickets. So and we're waiting, we're waiting, and we don't see them. So we start backtracking through number two, trying to find them. Can't find them. Walk, go back to the, between two and three. We have like some pizza and wait. And we're like, <laughs> where are they? But the thing about this place is your cell phones do not work because it's like half underground in rock and tunnels <laughs> and shit. So we have no way of communicating with each other where either of us is. So we're like, okay. So then we just end, decide to like walk out at two and never go in three. Well, they must have at some point have passed us, walked completely how? through. Through, I don't know how it works. Clearly but they did somehow. So Mark's like, oh, I just told him that my wife was ahead of me and they let me through. I'm like, that was a bad sh-. <laughs> Like, I, I figured that that was like our right. fail safe. Like, I got all their tickets. They're not going but to three. See, you're like, that was what I thought was my fail safe. Now I'm thinking next time I go, I'm going to be like, my <laughs> husband's ahead of me with my kid and just try to get through every <laughs> okay. part of it Free. without pain. <laughs> Half price. That would have been a better idea. Should have done that. But you, you probably passed each other without even really. But without I mean, even you're, with a, you're with a pretty good sized yeah. group yourself. You yeah. think they would have seen you or someone would we have seen We were like them. lost for like an hour. We, we could not we could not get a hold of each other. And then we're just like circling the parking lot. Like, are they going to go back to the car? Because like, that's logically, right? If you get separated, yeah, you like, meet back go at back the to car. the car. <laughs> right. But one of us had the keys. One, like, it was like <laughs> awful. And meet at the giant whale. Isn't there that big, giant, like, full life size whale? So. Yeah, yeah. From, yeah. Meet at the whale if we get yeah, separated. Um, yeah, don't rely on cell phones there. And cool, trippy museum if you're thinking of like oh, 1970s and- weird vibe. This is the place you want to go to. And they have an infinity room, which oh, is yeah. awesome. It go- We'll I have know. to post a picture of that on we'll have Instagram. to post a picture. It just goes out. It gets smaller and smaller out over this rock. Like it's literally, j- you can kind of feel it move. Glass, glass, glass it's like bottom. an A frame. It's like glass yes. all around it. And you're just like kind of walking out over this like huge ass valley, valley, like cliff. Lit. Like if it fell, you die. And then at the very end, there's a window on the floor, so you can kind of look straight down. And oh, the kids did not make it that far. They were too afraid. We never made it. I love that part. I I love that part. I'm fine for it. But (laughs) anyway, now I think they should give us some free tickets because they are expensive, and I'd like to take Chad sometime. He's never been, even though he's grown up. As long as he's not claustrophobic, and you guys don't get separated, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I think we'll be just (laughs) (laughs) two adults. I think you can handle it. Maybe. So, anyways, getting back to Brienne's dream, just a totally oh, yeah, cool I'm vibe. Sorry, poor Brienne. <laughs> Swingers pad. So peace. I'm thinking peace. A lot of good energy vibes in the colors. Then she's talking about like 
you know, we've got the music going on and the guitar of, you know, Bob and Matthew are both hanging out around this little Bobby conversation and area. <laughs> Bobby and Maddie just hanging out. <laughs> just want to jam to the guitars. But I mean, music is a form of, ex- of expression and especially mm-hmm. in social situations. Mm-hmm. And it's always like, you know, you think about grabbing a guitar and singing around a campfire. It's just awesome. It's a good social vibe. It relaxes everybody. Very chill. Yeah, I just see really good, positive feelings from this dream. And until we get to the part where, you know, Bob says she's dead. But again, like, I think the positivity in this dream overtakes kind of this idea that she may be dead. And death doesn't always mean death. Yeah. And I don't feel like it's negative, even if it is death. I don't feel like it's a negative death because she's clearly like at this party. These people know her. I mean, mm-hmm. the little boy knows her. I mean, you how'd know, you get invited? First of all, is a question. Right? Like, Clearly, she maybe is just new to it, death, and is adjusting. But clearly, mm. these people have been around. They know her. I mean, Bob Dylan's not dead, but, you know. Right. It's Joan like, Rivers is. Joan Rivers is. And that little boy says he's not, but maybe is. I don't know. I don't feel like it's a bad thing, even if no, she I don't either. is on the other side. Like, it's still like you're invited to this fun part. I mean, Bob Dylan's a little snarky, but other than that. Like, <laughs> well, she gave it right back, though. She gave it right back. That's why I'm like, I don't think it's a I bad like dream. You, she stood up for herself. She took him on. No yeah. problem. And, you know, death can even also take on, like, it's the end of an era. It's mm-hmm. an end of, um, you know, something, a life change. So, like, you know, is there something in your life recently that is the end of one era and perhaps a new beginning for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it can be a time of like self-discovery. And yeah. so is it mean like you're discovering something new about yourself? And so it's mm-hmm. categorized as death, like the new beginning, but it maybe it's just a new beginning in general and changes yeah, in your life. It's a rebirth. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm going to, if I'm going to die, I mean, why not hang out with them? It sounds like it'd be kind of fun. I mean, it does. And Matthew McConaughey's not hard on the eyes too. So, so are you a Matthew fan? Are you a Maddie fan or no? I am a Maddie fan. Because I think women can go either way. Well, and it's weird because I guess as a woman, I do think he's attractive. But it to for me, more than anything, I think he's a good actor. Like to me mm-hmm. that I know he's seen as kind of like a silly kind of really laid back kind of pretty yeah. boy. But he actually is a very talented actor. You can see in a lot of his roles. Yeah. I'm impressed with his ability. But I, I, I don't find him attractive. I'm on the other side. I'm like, eh. I, I, I'll, I'll take there's a hundred celebrities I put before him that I, oh, I would totally I mean, go in a photo booth with oh for photo booth activity yeah. Yeah. yeah he wouldn't be my top I don't think he's bad looking at all but I do think he's just a I appreciate him as an actor okay. yeah but I mean yeah I probably would go in a photo booth with <laughs> who are you kidding she would go in a photo booth with Bob Dylan and Joan Rivers <laughs> oh only <laughs> Have fun fitting. That might be a little bit. Only if I got to keep the photos. (laughs) Of course. You had to have the evidence. I'd have to hang and I'd like blow them up and hang them on my wall with pride. That's one kinky photo booth session. But hell yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, um, so then the the dream takes a fun kind of turn. You know, she sees this kid. She's worried that he's dead. The kid's like, no, I'm not dead. Um, I'm just here to use the pool, (laughs) which is like a (laughs) lighthearted way to end this dream. Like she's worried she's dead. Bob is telling her she's dead. But, you know, she's just like, this kid comes along is like, Hey, what's happening? Let's go to this wave pool. And water and dreams, from what I, from what I understand, it depends on what the water looks like. So is it yep. is it murky water? Is it like clear water? And if it's a yeah. wave pool, I'm thinking it's like a clear, clear, a clear nice water. Sure. Um, so I think that means a lot. Dark water is scary. It's dark ominous. water is scary. Yeah, yeah. But a wave pool, that's just nothing but fun. Yeah. And why waves? So why why just not a pool? Why is it a wave pool? Yeah, and who has a wave pool in their, in their backyard? backyard? Oh, yeah, not, sign me up. <laughs> right? Like not many. I mean, a lot of people have pools, but not many people have like a wave I, pool in I, their I backyard. I mean, if anyone's going to meet Bob Dylan or Matthew McConaughey, they have the money for it. I guess. Maybe this is their like house they've built <laughs> out of just on a rock. Chi- chi- house on a rock of childhood memories. Like this, <laughs> their vision of what it was like growing up. When I would fall asleep, I would just like open the bedroom window so I could hear the wave pool. Oh, so it just yeah, it'd be asleep. like living nice. at the beach. It would. Okay, I'm gonna look into that. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> wave pool. So waves, I think you know, it's 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 always coming. It's consistent, right? It's it's the tide, one after another. It's like always trying to knock you down, but it, then you can get back up. You have a chance to breathe. It tries to knock you down. You can get back up, and you have a chance to breathe. And so I feel like there's maybe challenges, but she's overcoming each of these challenges in her yeah. life so far. Like, okay, she yep, is. there's another wave. That's okay. I'm, I'm here. I'm ready for the next one. Um, speaking of waves, this is <laughs> kind of bizarre. So 
I was in Chicago Friday evening for a, an, an engagement session. Okay. And the couple wanted to do pictures along the lakefront, like south oh. south of the city, which is called Promenary Point. So we go down yeah. there. The waves are – Lake Michigan is normally not very wavy, I would say, but sometimes if the wind picks up, there yeah. you can have some decent-sized waves. Sure. There was a guy out there surfing on Lake Michigan. What? I guess it's like – I'm like, why? Why? There was waves enough for him to feel like he could go out there. He had a wetsuit on. Why? I mean, he even has a surfboard readily available yes. in Chicago. Yeah, has that, right? <laughs> to surf Lake Michigan. I'm just watching him. I'm wondering, like, so they have, like, those little life rings, like, on the, yeah, yeah. like, posted. I'm like, do I have to throw one in at some point? Because the waves were just crashing against these rocks on this break wall. I'm like, if he takes one of those waves He's into the break wall. He's just going to go right into the rock. I was, I was, it was so, made me so nervous. It seems like a bad decision, I feel like. Don't surf on Lake Michigan. It's not worth it. It's not meant it's to not. be. That's not where you should do it. <laughs> Anyhow. So it's anyways. but you should do it. <laughs> Back to ways, you know, I just think, I think that is like overcoming things in her, in her life. Yeah, definitely. But overall, I think there's positivity in the stream. It's, I feel good vibes. And maybe it's just like letting go of dread or worry or any like past, leaving the past behind you almost. Yeah. And moving forward in this new era, this new, you know, after you die, this new like chapter of your life to be happy and content with moving forward because that's all the vibes change is hard yeah change is hard so you it takes time to figure all of that out yeah and i think you know true happiness comes from being happy in your surroundings and who's around you and who couldn't be happy you know hanging out jamming to some music and and maybe you should go back to letting bob dylan on your playlist maybe yeah maybe 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 that's maybe that's something you have to dress head on (laughs) with with bobby 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 and maddie Bobby and Maddie sitting in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on a conversation couch in a creepy old S-I-N-G-I-N-G. I don't Sing- think that's – oh, singer. Singing. <laughs> gotcha. Singing. Got it. Okay. Right, thank you. Thanks, Brianne, for sending that in. We really appreciate that. Yes, thank you, Brianne, for sharing. Hey, Besties, if you're enjoying the show, as we hope you all are, you know there's lots of ways to support us, but you can go to remelations.com slash support, and you can join our Sleepover Squad Patreon members, get extra special access to footage, just like our last week's episode. Behind the scenes videos, extra dreams. Behind the scenes video of our Dirty 30 episode, you get actual video footage, and we do release a special episode each month. And don't forget, the first 25 Patreon members get a one-of-a-kind Remolations t-shirt. You're going to match me and Brooke, and that makes you completely Super amazing. cool. Super, Super cool. cool. And then we'll wear them to House on the Rock. Yes, and we'll see you there. <laughs> we'll pick a day. Bring Bob Dylan. <laughs> oh, no. And bring your swimsuit. Yes, just in case there's a wave pool. Cool. I don't know why my eyes (laughs) watering so much. I I didn't even laugh once at brunch (laughs) because this because this is why we do it. This is is so much more fun. Oh my gosh. Okay. So so I I have a a topic I want to talk about today. Oh, I'm excited. And it has to do with you know, are you getting enough sleep? Which no, Brooke, are you ever getting enough sleep? <laughs> the answer is no. And Mindy, are you ever getting Never. enough sleep? Never, ever. We have for very different reasons, though. Yes. You are just a busy mom and wife and own your own business. I just have insomnia. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you don't sleep like us. You're, welcome to the club. Well, welcome to the club. It's not like I don't like sleep. I just I love it. Just, I just can't do don't it. Don't get the chance as much often. I mean, I did sleep until like nine today, so that was nice. Wow, that's I impressive. Know. That was nice. Yeah. My problem is I can sleep if I fall asleep. I can probably sleep for a while, but I never have that deep. Yeah. Like deep, deep sleep. Recovery sleep. Like I never feel well. Like mm-hmm. I had a good night's sleep. Yeah. So it depends. Depending on your age, uh, there's a certain recommendation, recommended amount of sleep you need oh. to have. So okay. if you're looking at like, well, according to the Mayo Clinic, if it's up to 12 months old, can nap and sleep up to 12 to 16 hours a day. Lucky, I wish I were lucky children. <laughs> up to 12 months old. <laughs> <laughs> One to two years old, they typically want to recommend you get 11 to 14 hours of sleep, including naps. Um, f- three to five year olds. 10 to 13, including naps. Well, I don't know. My kids never really napped beyond three. So 
<laughs> six to 12 year olds need about nine to 12 hours. 13 to 18 year olds need eight to 10, which I disagree with because my I teenagers feel like they need more. The I think they need more as a teenager. Yeah. The other day, my daughter um, or the older twin got home from soccer practice, slept three hours, woke up for an hour and then slept 12 more hours. I'm like, oh, I would die for days. That. Yes. <laughs> Cherish it while you can, children. No kidding. And all you kids fighting your naps, just give in to a nap. You don't know how much you're going to miss them when you're you gonna can't miss have it. them. But and then as adults, we need at least seven hours. But it goes down as you old as you get older. So as you get into really? more of uh, you know fifty five, sixty, you six is usually about what you'll get. Six. That's not enough. Yeah. What do you What do you say you normally get a night? Well, it's hard to say, Mindy, because it's never consecutively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right. Like, I might sleep from 11 to 1, but then I'm up from 1 to 4, yeah. and then I might sleep like 4 to 7. My mom's the same way. She'll like fall asleep in like her lazy boy chair yes. for a good two hours in the evening, like from yeah. 7 to 9, yep. and then be up from like 9 to 3, yep. and then go back to sleep from 3 to 6. Like, I don't know how she does it. I, it's not ideal. Like, I no. mean, it's just kind of like how it happens. Otherwise, the other option is to not fall asleep. And I've been really enjoying, actually, maybe I'm becoming just embracing my spinsterhood. Um, <laughs> I've been really enjoying falling asleep on my couch lately, which does have, it's, you know, the feet will recline out and it goes yeah. almost all the way to a lane position. And for whatever okay. reason, I've been falling asleep very well on that. But of well. course, now my couch breaks right when I'm fall- finding <laughs> a great way to fall asleep. So it goes, eh, uh, uh, and it just stops. <laughs> so you're like in some weird, awkward position. Well, it's more dangerous to sleep in your living room on the couch because if someone breaks into your house, get, they're going to kill you right away. So don't Mindy, sleep on your they couch. they have to go five further feet to find me in my one bedroom apartment from the couch to the <laughs> bed like mm, no I'm not gonna open that door there's no jewelry or money in there <laughs> and all it is is a curtain i don't even <laughs> shut the door because doors. the cats have to be able to get in right. and out to use their box. It's so dangerous, I don't have any though. doors it's dangerous anyone that gets in my place is gonna get me no matter where I that's am. a terrifying thought yeah let's not let's not go down that sad idea oh my god you're cracking me up. we're talking about how much sleep you need but here's yeah. an interesting story. I don't know if you've ever heard the story of Randy Gardner. Hmm. Remind me. So in 1963, he broke the world's Guinness record for staying awake the longest. That's so dangerous. Oh, my God. I don't even have a guess because you can literally, like, lose your mind. You can. And so I'm going to tell you the story about okay. Randy Gardner and why he mm. chose to stay up for so long. <laughs> mm, I'm so nervous for Randy. Okay, so this um, article, there are a couple of resources I wanted just to shout out. NPR's Hidden Brain Podcast, Shankar Vandatam um, did an interview with Randy Gardner. Um, Also, iflscience.com and an article by Sarah Keating in 2008 on BBC. Oh, love the BBC too. We'll link to those in the show notes. Yes. Um, So up until 1963, the... World record for going without sleep was held by a DJ in Honolulu. Oh <laughs> you look, ter- your face, you look terrified. Your face uh, is like complete, like blank stare at I, me right now. You're like, I had, I really didn't know. I know from personal experience, having been up for a few days, like you start to get sick. You lose you your start, mind. You lose your mind. Like literally, like you need that downtime for your body to rest and your brain mm-hmm. to rest. So, Wow. Let's talk about Randy Gardner. His family was a military family. He was the oldest of four kids. In 1963, he moved to San Diego when he was 17. And he was a self-proclaimed science nerd. Okay. So when the the region did their science fair, he decided it would be fun to learn how long you can go without sleeping. So he tested it on himself. Well, he had this idea. So him and another friend, okay. his other friend's name was Bruce, they decided to flip a coin. Shit. Oh, Randy lost that coin toss. I'm Randy sure lost of it. the coin toss. He did, but he was he was happy because he was kind of his idea, and he was like, "Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I want to be the one who's going to go ahead and try." Let me just step in here and be like, "Where were the parents? Yeah, who who was like, watching over this, I, this mean, like, science project? This is an off. Let, let's pick let's pick like um germinating pansies or something. And like, also, know. where are the teachers? They're like signing up. Randy, Randy that sounds like a great project. This is Get going. Like they don't care. They don't care." <laughs> They're out 
about smoking in the back? Randy, why don't you take some acid and uh, weed while you're on this little trip and see what happens? Mom and dad are at the swingers party. They're like, eh, we'll be back. They're like, mom and dad took the upside down pineapple. I don't know when they're going to be home. I think I've got days or more. Days. I just don't understand why the parents are like, okay, this is a great idea, but nonetheless. <laughs> they sign off on that permission slip. Yep. Go ahead, Randy. <laughs> Looks good. Teachers are like, sounds like I want to know what happens, sir. Let's do it. <laughs> So anyway, so Randy lost the coin, co- the coin toss, and so his friend Bruce was supposed to be there to help make sure he's awake. Oh, no. But Bruce. this becomes a problem, right? Because Bruce started getting tired as well. So they had to recruit a third friend to help, and that was Joe. So Joe and Bruce then would become uh, stand rotations to make sure that our they friend Randy did awake, not fall asleep. They were the awake person to make sure Randy stayed awake. And they took turns sleeping. Yeah, they took turns sleeping. So okay. they were well rested, but uh, Randy was the one who was not allowed to sleep. Oh, God. How okay. were they documenting all of this? Were they taking I mean, this pictures, had to be notes, notes because it wasn't, yeah, th- there are some pictures. There, I, there are no videos from what I found in my research, but some, yeah. you know, some 1970s or 60s black and white photos. There were a few. Yeah. So according to Randy in this interview, the first two days were easy. Mm-hmm. He said um, he tried, He stayed awake by staying away from beds and standing up as much as possible. Uh, what's the longest you've gone without sleep, would you say? At least at least three days. I mean, just recently I wow. was aw- awake for two days straight when I was trying to, like, you know, figure out this way to get home from my trip oh, and God, stuff. Like, yeah. so, oh. And then you don't sleep on the plane. And so I know that sounds like a different way of not sleeping, but yeah, it's still but not still, sleeping. No. And then that's too long. Um, I've had insomnia pretty badly. My whole life, but one, I would say I, it could be probably as much as four days. Wow. And you do, you just, nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah. Like you're so tired, you want to sleep, you're, your body's tired, your mind's tired, and you just can't fall asleep. Oh, and everything is painful. How about you? Uh, I would say maybe uh, no more than two days. I, when I was in college, I had a big project due, uh, yeah. end of semester thing that I stayed up 24 hours. I mean, I stayed up all day to do it, all night. Um, so I think maybe, you know, maybe two days at maybe a day and a half, maybe two days. It was not anything beyond that. And I could tell, like, I was going nuts. It's rough. It is rough on your brain, your mental health and your physical health. It really is. So according to Randy, on day three, things became difficult. He would have a hard time identifying things by touch. He was more moody. He had difficulty performing tongue twisters. Which oh. they're just sitting around like, okay, say this one, Randy. Stanley sells seashells by the seashore. Okay, yeah, now you try. Butter made some butter, but the butter was <laughs> like, too bitter. <laughs> exactly. Like, really? That's, you guys, well, I guess they had all this time to try to kill. So they're like, right? let's try some tongue blisters. I'm like, let's do some Mad Libs. <laughs> I would totally be up for that. Let's go to do the you know booth. what a noun is, Randy? Are you too tired? How about like, an I adjective? <laughs> Also, day three is when he started becoming very nauseous. Oh. Mm-hmm. Here's where he found eating any citrus, like tangerines, helped with the nausea and made him feel a little better. Usually citrus upsets your stomach a little bit. It's I would acidic. think so. Worked okay, for Randy. Well, Randy, whatever works for you, bud. He also said mentally, that, you know, after day three, things started to slip. So he began forgetting things. And he said it almost felt like early Alzheimer's. Absolutely. And he said, but the things they would do to try to stay awake, they would play pinball and basketball um, his friends would prevent him from lying down and make him. This is I liked this part of it. They would make him talk through the toilet door whenever he went to the bathroom in case he was tempted to take a sneaky toilet nap. <laughs> sneaky <laughs> toilet nap, totally the title of our episode. Sneaky, sneaky toilet, toilet nap. Yes, it has to be. So there's like Randy. Okay, it's been too long. Time to flush. Let's, let's get Randy. out of here. Randy, are you taking a sneaky toilet nap? <laughs> So uh, I thought that was that was a funny part of the story. Uh. I just think it's just such a just a step in. Um, like they're trying to make him stay awake, and it's yeah. like I sit there going, "I'm trying to fall asleep." Right, totally like, opposite. Totally opposite. But I've been on that day three. I've been on that day four. I know what that horrible roller coaster ride is like. Whether you want it or not, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, so going on. Then around day four or five, a sleep researcher heard about this um, experiment he was doing. So he drove in from Stanford University. His name was William Dement. And his Brandy's parents were relieved. They're like, oh, well, at least it's a professor here to watch how'd my they, kid. How did they even <laughs> find out about this? 
I'm not sure. I, I'm sure maybe by this. Well, if I'm guessing, I'm just guessing here. Maybe newspapers were starting to um, cover at this point or radio stations to say, hey, this is a science like, experience. Hey, Let's. this kid's doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So William came. Randy's parents were relieved because the question to the state was still unresolved whether or not you could go without sleeping long enough that you would die. Because at that time, experiments on animals such as uh, cats. I'm sorry, you might want to close your ears for this one. Cats were kept awake for 15 days, at which point they died. So there was some... Brooke literally took her headphones off. Okay, I can put them back on. So that they didn't know what would happen to humans. <laughs> I'll welcome, welcome back. Yep. Okay, we passed the thing that you did not want to hear. <laughs> okay. So William came. He rented a convertible. He like, drove around town. He was, I he love was, that he rented a convertible. Right, San Diego. If you're, I totally cruise around San Diego with a convertible. Are you kidding me? Such an important detail of this. I, I picture it being red, a candy red convertible. I, in 19th, oh, is there any awesome. other kind? Maybe it was avocado. Maybe it was avocado. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, please, an avocado with green, uh, green paint, avocado paint, and orange and and yellow, yellow like interior. that golden like interior. Mm. Sign me not up. Okay, <laughs> unless it's free. Unless it's free. So to keep him awake and kind of observe things, they, you know, rode around this convertible. They did things um, to keep him awake, like play basketball. But when night hit, it was always the hardest because there was nothing open. There was nothing they could go do. The researcher, uh, Dement, did notice that if he did close his eyes, the sleep would sink in like almost immediately within like seconds. So they just had to immediately just keep his eyes open. Otherwise, he would fall asleep. jealous. Bottle up that. Whatever that is that's making him fall asleep instantly. I'll take a sip. According to Randy on day four, that's when the memory lapses and his first hallucinations began. He, he remembered he was imagined he was a famous black football player, Paul Lowell, <gasps> from the San Diego Chargers. Very and his friends specific. thought this was funny because poor Randy was like only 130 pounds and there's no <laughs> way he would be the size of a football player. But in his mind, he hallucinated he was. Let him have it. He's been without right? sleep. Let him have that little that little dream there. On day five, he had another hallucination that he was seeing a forest pathway in front of his house where his house was actually standing. And it was not a forest. It was his house. And well, so he remembered that. Okay. And then according to Randy, in his own words, quote, after that point, everything basically went in the toilet. There were no more highs, just lows and lower lows. It was like someone was taking sandpaper to my brain. My body was dragging along okay, but my mind was shot. That was after day five. Oh, my God. That's. That's a perfect way to explain it. It is perfect way. Perfect. Yeah, how- it's it's torture. It really is. After that, for the next you know few days, and as, as the experiment went on, things just continued to worsen. His speech slowed. He began to slur. He would forget words. He would start sentences without being able to finish with what he, he couldn't even remember the beginning of the sentence when he got halfway through the sentence. Sometimes that's me just by late afternoon, <laughs> <laughs> right? If I don't have a Red Bull in the morning, I'm like, huh. <laughs> But they did find it funny. The one thing he did enjoy doing to stay awake was play ping pong, and he did that quite well. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, maybe he learned a new talent at during this Sleep whole experiment. Ping pong. Yeah. On his, the last day, his friend said he was expressionless. He had constant prompting in order to respond to questions, and he had a slurred, monotone voice. Doesn't surprise me. Plus, I bet he wasn't eating or drinking. Oh, either. right. It's like, how could it you? Just, you don't, you have no appetite when you've been up for days no. or anything like that. It's like everything starts to just deteriorate. Everything. And, but the mind is the first to go, it seems. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So on, at 2 a.m. on January 8th, 1964, he broke the world record by not sleeping for 11 days and 25 minutes. What? Oh. So he, yeah, so he, at that time, was immediately taken to the Naval Hospital, and they attached electrodes to his head to monitor his brain waves as he finally was able to sleep. Wow. And did they come up? How were they normal after that long of not sleeping? Well, I'm going to uh, let's take a guess here. Uh, do you want to guess how long he slept for once he was allowed to sleep? Um, 32 hours. 14. Oh, I was way off. But he said the reason, one of the reasons he felt like he woke up is the fact he had to go to the bathroom. That's probably true. They should have just put a catheter and let the poor goddamn like, guy sleep. 
I mean, he probably wouldn't have even noticed at this point. And they're like, dude, just go to sleep. Sleep. <laughs> just pee in the bed. It doesn't matter. Just, you're fine. Just let it go. We're capturing it for you. <laughs> Researching the data that came from that, those electrodes, it said his percentage of REM sleep that night skyrocketed. Like, uh-huh. It was beyond like what they normally see on any one person's 14-hour sleep cycle. Wow. And they said after the, that, the next night, it dropped down to normal and everything was completely fine after that. Just one night of really yeah. good sleep and then he was back on track? Yeah. Randy said, I quote, I remember when I woke up, I was groggy, but not any groggier than a normal person. And surprisingly, then he said, I didn't need any extra sleep. I was back to regular mode. That's what you get for being a high school kid. That's right. for sure. Yeah, trying to do it at our age. Most <laughs> people would not recover this easily. Wow, no, no. 11 days. So that's 11 days. 11 days is the record, huh? Just over 11 days. Exactly. And according to all those results that they took, they sent them off to Arizona to be studied. And they said that it, the results concluded that his brain had been catnapping the entire time. So like parts of his brain would shut down and sleep yeah. while other parts would be awake. So even though his eyes were awake and open, parts of his brain would literally turn off and sleep. During this, like, because you you can't live without some kind of rest, right? The same effect was later seen in rat experiments, where subset. Here we go. Let's get a little nerdy science here. Where yep. subsets of cortex neutrons switched off at the at the sleep deprived rats continued about their business awake. Hmm. Now, what kind of? I mean, you probably haven't gone this in depth, but what kind of effect? Would drugs have on this? Like, say, yeah, it wasn't just up naturally, like up on like. Meth or cocaine yeah. or something like that. Like, I mean, wonder, what do they call those? Um, uppers. Uh, yeah, but there's a word. Stimulants or amphetamines. Yeah. Amphetamines, yeah. Like, I don't know that. Because I bet scientifically there have probably been people on drugs up longer right. than yeah. 11 days. But that's, that's not a the whole, ones getting cooked to electrodes. They're... And they're, I would be interested in their brain activity, though, because they're not only, like, not sleeping, but they're keeping they're continually doing damage at the same time like right true oh my gosh that's scary all right well i'll give you this to to end with okay if you want to guess in the greater san diego science fair what place (laughs) did their science project come in first you'd hope right you'd hope it'd be first place (laughs) it was 10th oh boomer right does that even get a ribbon that's like a hefty handshake. Go home. Like, That's awful. Glad you enjoyed your 14-hour nap after your 11 days of torture. Right? Randy s- sit here and did this whole experiment. And you know what? He'll forever hold the title of Guinness Book's World Records because they've gone away with the category because of the severe health issues was due to lack good. of sleep. I'm so he will forever, even though he did not win the science fair, jerks, he, won the he Guinness will Book of World remain the Guinness Book of World Records champion. Go ahead, Randy. I hope you're not still... Playing around with that, I hope. Well, he said, in, I'm sorry, finish your thought. No, that was it. I was just hoping this was a one and done for him. But unfortunately, in 2007, he did mention he kind of stopped sleeping. He <gasps> could not sleep and he has a lot of insomnia in his later years of life. And he blames it on his teenage stunt. He says sleep is as important as food and water. Let those be the big three, food, sleep, and water. It's true. And Randy. Andy. Wow. And <laughs> Brooks adding to your list, Randy. Top four. <laughs> Shelter, clothing. I mean, come on. Where do you want to draw the line? <laughs> I don't know. I think eating, sleeping, eating, sleeping. drinking, and breathing yeah. are pretty breathing. important. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's the story of Randy Gardner and the wow, forever Randy. encased story of the Guinness Book of World Records, uh, Days Gone Without Sleep. I'm, I'm clapping, but I am sorry that it has created future problems for you. I mean, you think about it. I mean, even in uh, wartime uh, situations, the amount of, you know, World War One, World War Two, how the sleep deprived soldiers were and how they use that as, you know, tactics against prisoners, keep them oh, sleep deprived. Oh, sleep deprivation is yeah. such a torture tactic, but then also to keep, you know, um, military on certain drugs and like amphetamines like that so they stay awake, so they can yeah. fly, so they can do certain things. It's yeah. like... Dangerous. It's, it's so dangerous. It's just... Hurting on top of hurting on top of hurting your body. It's crazy. Do not, do not fuck with sleep. Nope. <laughs> Everyone needs sleep. 
and that's why we're here. <laughs> we, that's we, why this we podcast need you to even sleep. Exists. We need you to dream so we can be here for you. And that's the question. And if Randy Gardner is still alive, I would love to reach out and know if any he has any dreams or if he had any dreams that during that next um, cycle of his sleep cycle. So, yes, because we need to reach out to him ASAP. According to Wikipedia, he's still alive. So I'm going to say hashtag. What does Randy Gardner dream? Hey, now, I want to hear it. I would love to know if he remembers any of your dreams from that 16, what was it, 14 hours he slept? 14, 14 hours. hours. I would love to know if he remembers any of those dreams. Would love to know. I think he's a scientific dude. He probably wrote stuff down. I would think so. I, I, I see him having a dream journal. Oh, I bet he does. And on the front, he's got a picture of that avocado <laughs> convertible on it. Memories, my avocado convertible. <laughs> so how was your week <laughs> my week has been very interesting mm-hmm. um it's good and bad it's good in all the right ways my new job is great the people there are great awesome. but it's just so stressful learning a new job you know yeah. and just everything from acronyms to terminology to oh, it's just worst so much to learn, but I knew that going in and every new job is like that. So it's right. just a matter of you want to get your hands in there and be good at it already. So it's just stressful. But again, it's a great place and everyone's really wonderful. So I know it's going to work out. But yeah. how was yeah. your week? Anything fun and exciting? Um, <laughs> we did. We shot a wedding and um, we decided not to eat there because we thought it was rat infested. Nice. Yeah. Oh. So we're like... We're good. We'll we'll eat something on the way home. What so that was interesting. Did you see a rat? Um, we saw signs, like droppings. Yeah. Oh. The couple paid good money for us. I mean, everything was beautiful. Just the venue. We shot there like we shot there maybe three, four years ago, and it was mm-hmm. fine. Just new owners. The son had took it over from his dad. He had all these yeah. ideas of how he's gonna make it better. That we get there, it looks like he's living in the basement ants on the windowsill and one window was leaking with rain and i'm like oh, i didn't even look in the kitchen what do I was you like what were, were the guests commenting like could you hear no, like murmurs? no the, no no just like the, the ballroom was fine like it looked like a ballroom but mark and i look at each other we're like we're not we're not eating here where'd you eat afterwards <laughs> we well we stopped at this place at um had nachos and it took a long time and it wasn't that great. So I was like, I was starved. hoping you'd say Portillo's. I'm like, that no, makes, <laughs> that makes every evening better. Um, yeah. No, things are good. Um, I am enjoying the nice weather. Um, oh, I, I was doing yoga the other day and I sometimes do it in Mark's office and um, <laughs> the, the plant fell off the shelf for no reason at all, which is kind of haunted and weird. So and is your house haunted? I've never felt that this house, house is haunted. I've but never I was heard just, you mention it, but that's no. kind of weird. Two plants, not just one. Two plants fell off of like the at shelf. At the same time were. or two separate times? At the s- same time. So it's probably just me. But but that's so it, odd. Like, very like, weird. You've done yoga in there before, I assume. Yes, plenty of times. So it's not like you bumped anything. No, and- I did not bump anything. But I was also drunk. It was drunk. <laughs> so I could have, it could have bumped it and just did not know. Oh my god, you almost. <laughs> well, it's so- just choked. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been on this thing since so since the first of the year. I've been trying to do a workout every day, and sometimes it's like a run. Sometimes it's weights. Sometimes it's yoga. Sometimes it's abs. It's like just a ten minute workout every day no matter what yeah and so at the end of the day and it was like 11 o'clock at night and i had had some wine and i was like oh, i'll just go and do yoga and so it was drunk yoga and so it could have <laughs> just probably been me but it was weird i was a little creeped out i don't know let's let's stay on top of this oh i did yeah. take a picture of it and i will send it to you okay yeah because it is weird how it, la- it landed like on this like window blind just weird perfectly anyways yeah let's stay on top of this because that would be very interesting if after all these years all of a sudden, oh, so there's a house. haunting. Yeah, yeah, I would doubt that, but you never know, though. <laughs> um, other than that, it's being the holiday weekend, and when this comes out for our bestie, uh, just wrapped up Memorial Day weekend here in mm-hmm. the states. Anything yep. besides family game night dinner tonight? Nope, it's been pretty uneventful, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. You know, having a long weekend where you don't really have any plans, and yeah, it kind of sucks to just have to catch up on adulting stuff. Yeah, but- right. Stuff needs to get done, so I'll take Got it. Got a pile of laundry to fold myself. Yep. I was supposed to have an engagement session on um, Monday, but 
the groom has COVID, so that's canceled. Shit. So, but now I have my Memorial Day weekend. So that's yay me. true. Yay! So what are you gonna do tonight? Stay up late. Nothing and tonight. Not sleep. Not sleep and not sleep not tomorrow sleep. night and not sleep right. For Just keep it up for eleven, 11 days. days. Let's see if Minnie die. can take over. No, let's not do that. <laughs> we went to. We have a butcher that's by us that is awesome. Like old school butcher. Like they wow. have everything. They're slicing everything back. Like the deli counter. It's they're wow. so great. And so uh, we went up to this butcher. It's like a good half hour drive, but it's worth it. And so we got some prime cowboy steak to throw on the girls' night. Oh, yum. It's going to be delicious. So I'm excited yeah, for dinner. Um, that sounds yeah. yummy. Well, that'll be good. And then tomorrow, I think we're going to our niece's house to have like a cookout. Oh, well, perfect. I hope the weather stays nice for you. I think I it's hope. supposed. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be nice here today, but it's, it's supposed to be like 90 tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be hot tomorrow. So I think think a lot of people might be out and about tomorrow. Uh, oh, here's something funny. So <laughs> I woke up the other day. This was probably like a week ago. And Mark goes, what did you dream last night? And I go, what do you mean what do I dream last night? I, don't, I didn't remember my dream. Like I'm, I do most time, but I didn't that night. And he goes, you were yelling in your sleep. I go, what? yelling? He's what like, were no, you, you were straight out yelling. He's like, you, you didn't make sense. None of them were words that made sense together, but you were just yelling in your sleep. I love this story. And I was like, what? I was like, you should have recorded me. And he's yeah, like, why didn't he? He should know better. I know, right? It would have been perfect for the podcast. But I think he was just, uh, it was the middle of the night or he was waking up and he was like confused himself <laughs> and just couldn't find his phone. But I guess I was taking out some frustrations in the middle of the night yelling. I want to so like hear me. from him like, what kind of yelling was it? Just like ah, I was like Rrr. no, it was like, angry yelling. Angry like, yelling. I asked because I'm like I was like scared. Was it scared yelling, screaming? He's like no, it was like angry. Like you were yelling at someone. It was but like gibberish. Like <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I told him next time I do it, please record so we can share on the yes. show. I would, that's a good Patreon video. <laughs> Maybe oh, screaming in her sleep. We can just put the audio file. You don't need to see me. <laughs> no, I want to see the video. Drool, drool. <laughs> Okay, besties. If you've enjoyed the show, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, We'd also like if you tell one of your best friends, you can tell your bestie about the show, you can tell the man, the man you're making out with in the photo booth. Anyone on the boardwalk, of course, of course, you can also tell your favorite musicians at a swinger party about this podcast in a sunken living room. Because that's how we grow. That's how we come back every week to share our crazy listener dreams with you. And if you keep telling more friends, we get to keep doing this each and every week. Oh, and a shout out to all of our new followers on Apple Podcasts. I just saw we just gained like five more followers this week on Yay! Apple Podcasts. So thank you thank for you, following thank us. You, thank that's you. you. We love you. And don't forget to submit a dream. Mwah. And a special thank you today to Gabby and Brianne for sharing their dreams. We had a great time. Keep them coming. All right. We can't wait to be back with you again next week when we read more listener dreams. But until then, sweet sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches.